Introducing Ask Trump, the advice seminar from a man who's an expert on everything. Nobody knows the politicians better than I do. I know more about ISIS than the generals. Nobody knows more about campaign finance. Nobody knows much more about technology. Nobody knows more about environmental impact statements. I understand the tax laws better than almost anyone. He'll take your questions on everything from baseball deals. Nobody knows more about trade than me. To children's gifts. Nobody has better toys than I do. Ask Trump can improve your vocabulary. I know words. I have the best words. Audiences enjoy it so much it feels like a religious experience. Nobody loves the Bible more than I do. Ask Trump is so successful the critics are going nuclear. There's nobody that understands the horror of nuclear better than me. Ask Trump, the fastest growing advice seminar in the country. Because nobody's ever had crowds like Trump has had. I believe that together we can make America great again. I'm going to quote another president right now and say, yes, we can. Yes, we can, Mr. Bill Clinton. We can make America great again. And it starts today with the maiden voyage of this very podcast that is called Everybody Calm Down. Everybody calm down. Chill out. You live in the greatest country in the world in the greatest time to be here. I am Jimmy Fallon. I am the host. I am also the head writer for the Kennedy program on Fox Business. You can watch it Monday through Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can see me this week on the party panel. I'll be holding it down on Wednesday. And it's a big week for Fox Business because we are doing our channel-wide relaunch today on this Monday, the September the 30th. The host of our show, Kennedy, will be joining me shortly. We'll get into her in a second. But I want to start today on this inaugural episode, the most widely watched inauguration ever. I think we can all agree. I want to start with a little you and me time, and I want to explain exactly what's going on in the country as I see it and what motivated that show. Because Jimmy Fallon, I'm a, you know, a pretty busy guy. Um, you know, I write a cable news show. I appear in a couple of cable news shows. I'm one of the most sought-after guys at Fox News, far and away. If there's a toilet gets clogged or the panini maker's jammed, they seek out me. I'm the guy. Valet parking attendant calls in sick. I really am. I'm like the Jose Akendo of cable news. I'm a utility player. I can play every position and play them semi-well. But the point is, uh, you know, I'm doing that. I'm also the head writer for A-List Comedy. You know, writing radio sketches and jokes like that, similar to the one that opened this show today. Uh, I've got a wonderful wife, Jenny Fela, that uh, she grew up on a dairy farm in Ohio, so she didn't know her street value, and I was able to con her into marrying me. It's like a it's like a beer commercial, where like the guy starts drinking Keystone Light, and all of a sudden the gorgeous women are attracted to him. But this is not a plug for Keystone Light because this episode of Everybody Calm Down, and every episode of Everybody Calm Down is sponsored by the good folks at the Michter's Distillery. You'll never find a finer product made by finer people. And this is not ad copy I'm reading to you because nobody, none of these ad copy guys could write anything this good. What I'm about to say about these people is from the heart and it's the reason we're here. So we'll start there. I will explain it to you and you tell me what you think. Right now, we live... Whether you're black, whether you're white, whether you're Asian, gay, straight, trans, Pokemon, Pikachu, whatever you are, there's never been a better time to be you in America. We've never been safer. We've never been more tolerant. No matter what you're reading from cancel culture, there's never been a more tolerant time in our society than there is right now. There's never been more financial opportunity. 
And there's never been more convenience. So to start here, the reason my message, the reason my show is called Everybody Calm Down is because we're working right now at this unsustainable fever pitch where I believe as a parent, America has gotten to this place where every parent has taken their kid to the playground. And the playground's the greatest thing in the world. All the other kids are there. There's slides. There's swings. I grew up on Long Island, so there was always some X-rated graffiti that some teenager wrote while he was making out with a chick, which was great to read if you were like five years old. Um, But we've gotten to this place where America's been on the playground too long now. And it's two in the afternoon, and the kids are hot, and they're starting to fight with each other. They're starting to tattletale and pick on each other. And and as a parent, you realize, you know what, We, we we need to go get ice cream. And what I'm doing on this show right now is as, as America's life coach, because I have appointed myself that, I am taking America to go get ice cream. We need to get off the playground and we need to calm down because we're in the greatest place in the world. I'm Hillary Clinton and I approve this message. Hey, I'm with her. I'm with her. I met her at an airport uh, in Chicago this summer and, and, and it greatly influenced what we're doing on this show in that. I realized in the moment of of meeting Hillary Clinton, and I met Bill Clinton too, uh, which was crazy to me because I always thought I would meet him. I just assumed it would be in like a Hooters. I didn't think it would be in a Delta terminal. But we've told a million Clinton jokes on the Kennedy show. But in meeting them, it was just a reminder of like our shared humanity. I didn't want to like punk them. I didn't want to embarrass them and become like a national headline for three days because I'm not like a gimmick comic, although maybe I should be. Maybe my profile would raise a little bit. But uh no, I realized we're just, we, we are all in this together. And everybody forgets that as we're fighting over power today and we're fighting over whistleblowers and everything like that. I'm not saying America is throwing a perfect game, but we are throwing the best game. We are throwing the best game. And that's the reality. Tell them like it is. That is the reality, uh, Mr. Obama. We are throwing the best game. There's nowhere in the world, you know, you would rather be. When you look around, we're putting our pets on diets, ladies and gentlemen. We've got cats on keto. You know how good you're living in this country when Sheriff Whiskerson is now getting put on in the treadmill every day at 8 o'clock so you can get him in shape for the gram? We have celebrity cats. You know what people are doing with their cats in other parts of the world right now? They're eating them. (laughs) They're eating them. And I know that's dark and that's grim, but I think a lot of people need some perspective. You know, if you're coming to this show, maybe you've already got some because you watch Kennedy, who is pound for pound the most talented person on TV. And it, and it does not, I take no pleasure in saying that because, uh, you know, her and I have, uh, we have a great relationship. She's the coolest gal in the world. But we have like an abusive stage dad relationship where we have a no compliment policy and we just pick on each other all the time. It's what we do. It keeps things cool. Um, but the reason I begged and pleaded Uh, with her people, to make her guest number one is because the Kennedy program on Fox Business is the embodiment of what I think this show is going to be and what I want the world to be, which is an apolitical show. You turn this on every day. I don't care if you're a Republican. I don't care if you're a Democrat. The only thing I want you to be is not an a-hole. Don't be an a-hole. Okay, that's it. In terms of a manifesto, I always tell people you need to be a Michter's guy. And what I mean by that, again, is this is not ad copy, but this is a real thing that went on in our lives. When I met the folks who run Michter's Whiskey, 
uh, through a mutual friend of ours. We were introduced uh, through a great, uh, great guy by the name of Brian Koppelman, uh, writer, creator, producer of the show Billions on Showtime. And he's made him and his partner David Levine have done spectacular things, rounders and Walking Tall with The Rock and some of those Oceans movies and Tilt on ESPN. Just great dudes, man. They've always been very supportive of me, so for that I am appreciative. But in, when they introduced me socially to the Michters guys and, and I'd gotten to know them, I, I just said to them, like, these, these are just such classy people. They're very low maintenance. You, you know, if they had any personal drama, you wouldn't know it because they don't dump it onto other people so they can deal with it. I've known these people three years. I wouldn't even, it, it, to this day, and they know I work in cable news, I have no idea what their politics are because our politics were never supposed to define us. And the one takeaway is I always were like, yeah, these guys are great. They're punctual. They're sweet. They're funny. They always smell great, by the way. Something about prosperous people. They get this other stock of cologne. Like I'm getting the Prada from the guy who sells it to you on the corner at the bus stop. You know, it smells great when you spray it on. Three minutes later, all the neighborhood dogs are chasing you for some reason. But these are great people. And we had coined a phrase independently of them. My friends and I, who you will get to know on the show this week, called Be a Michter's Guy. That we say that all the time. My, my producer, Sean Barry, once came over to my house the first time my wife had a party in our, in our new house, the great Jenny Fela, showed up, you know, two minutes ahead of schedule, looked g- crisp haircut, smelled great, nice new shirt, gave my wife a bouquet of flowers, kissed her on the lips. Personally, I was hoping he'd do more just so I could get the night off. I'm tired, folks. 13 years, I got a lot going on. But the point is, I said to Sean, you know, what a class guy you are. And he got in and he started helping in the kitchen while Jenny was setting up this big party. And as a joke, he threw it away. He's like, yeah, I'm a Michter's guy. Because I always told him these Michter's guys are so classy. And I was like, oh, my God, you're a Michter's guy. And, and, and we do this socially. When I walk around, when I walk around Fox, when I'm hanging out at comedy clubs, when I'm getting chased out of the meth lab, I'm constantly saying to people, you, you know, oh, that guy's a Michter's guy. Oh, that guy's not a Michter's guy. And it has nothing to do with the product itself so much as the lifestyle. So when you consume politics... All I want you to do is be a Michter's guy. Believe what you want. You're pro-choice, pro-life, anti-gun, pro-gun, that whatever. You, you do it. Just don't be, you know, don't, don't be an a-hole while you do it. You know, I resent social media for that reason because everybody's operating now as this fake alpha male takedown artist. And I think it's one of the things that has made America as chippy as it has become, you know, like, Facebook's out of its mind. I mean, if you wanted to start there, uh, for those of you listening who are over 60, uh, Facebook, you people, are crazy. Like, everybody has become a constitutional lawyer on Facebook in the last three years since this election went down. And uh, Facebook needs a button called, Who Asked You? You dig? I agree with that. It does. We need a button called, Who Asked You? You're a dog walker? I think it's great. I think it's a great job. I think it's an honorable profession. I don't think... It entitles uh, the rest of, uh, to you to make the rest of us sit through your fo- foreign policy dissertations. You dig? Um, I, uh, you know, people get into it with me all the time. They're like, yeah, what do you think about health care, Jimmy Fallon? I'm like, yo, I'm a comic. I don't have health care. I have WebMD. If somebody, sh- <laughs> if I get shot right now, you have to rush me to the nearest Wi-Fi signal. You know, like my producer gets shot. They're like, is there a doctor in the house? If I get shot, they're like, is there a router in the house? What's the password? We got to treat this guy. So the reality is like, I'm not running around purporting to be an expert on anything. So when you come to the show, we're not trying to sway votes. Okay. Because to be honest with you, you know, I went to community college. Okay. If I'm influencing your vote, you probably shouldn't be anywhere near the booth. 
So we're having an apolitical show. We're trying to take the country and calm it down. You're going to hear from a lot of people that are liberals that you wouldn't think uh, people could coexist with anymore if they one guy was a conservative, one guy was a liberal. That's where we've all kind of been hoodwinked because the reality of what's going on in this country, some of the coolest people you're ever going to meet are on the side of the aisle you don't agree with. You know, some of the people you could, you, you're ever going to date, some of the best people you're ever going to date are on the other side of the aisle. They just are. And if you don't realize that, it's because you don't know anything about hate banging. All Republicans should be doing is dating Democrats and vice versa, because then we could get all of this angst out of our systems. Everybody could just hate bang away all, all the grief and all the strife, and we could all be pals again, is, is what I would is what I would pitch if I were on the campaign trail. So, you know, you'll hear from a guy in the show like a Juan Williams, because I love Juan Williams. Good. He's a liberal. Great. Some of you don't like him. You watch him on TV like, oh, damn it, you liberal. Juan Williams is like the greatest guy to talk baseball with in the world, talk, talk movies with, talk pop culture with. Jessica Tarlov's another one on, you know, on, on Fox. She would be considered almost the visiting team because we have a fair amount of conservatives on the air. But Jessica Tarlov is just so cool. There's no world where I'm going to let my political branding exercise, which is what social media has become. There's no world where I'm going to let that deny me great friendships. And that's why I'm doing this show, is I want people who are willing to live in my version of the world, in the Kennedy version of the world. She's going to come on here in a little bit. There is not a more tolerant or inclusive show anywhere on television in terms of welcoming divergent points of views, hearing them out, treating them with consideration, and not just pistol whipping them. Because we don't do that because we're a cool show. And that's what we want you to be. We want you to be a cool listener. Just take it in. Just hang. We don't need to cancel anybody. Um, you know, we, we don't need to relitigate 2016. We don't need to do anything but just kind of sit here and enjoy each other's company because that's what we do. So in the, in the week one mission, as we launch this very program, you're going to hear from Kennedy. You're going to hear from a great, great WWE wrestler, Dolph Ziggler, great, great pal of ours, CIA expert Buck Sexton is going to stop by to weigh in on the fact that he took Ivanka Trump to his junior prom, which is a fascinating story. Where else are you going to hear that? Uh, Antoine Seawright a Democratic strategist, a guy I happen to love quite a bit. He's going to stop by. And again, we're not we're not all going to agree on stuff, but we're going to have a good time. And on Friday, you will hear uh, from Dean Imperial, writer for um Imposters on Netflix, and you'll hear from the great Jenny Fela uh, on Friday. We're going to get through this whole week, and we're even going to have, at some point, uh, we're supposed to have a Daryl Strawberry sighting. Uh, former New York Met legend, Daryl Strawberry, the straw man, won a couple of World Series with the Yankees. Uh, one of the best guys you'll ever meet anywhere. Uh, you know, we have talked, and, and he's trying to come on this week to help us with the launch. Why? Because Jimmy Fela, as psychotic as I probably sound right now at 9 o'clock in the morning on a Monday, <laughs> but, but, I'm, but I'm a pretty nice guy, as all things go. I'm a pretty low-maintenance, pretty nice guy, and every room I walk into, on the whole, I get a pretty positive reaction because I'm just walking around with positive energy. I mean, and I, ha I kind of have to be. Because if you're, if you're walking into life with as little talent as I have, the best strategy you can employ is to be everyone's family dog. Just wag that tail, run in circles for everybody to see, <laughs> offer a little paw once in a while to get food, and just keep people happy. That's all it's going to be. So if you're a... Uh, you know, a pro-impeachment guy, you're an anti-impeachment guy. It doesn't matter to me. Just get out there and have a nice time. And, and I will tell you this, as someone who's covered all of these rallies, um, you, you might hate President Trump. Uh, you might hate him. 
You would love his rallies. You would absolutely love them. Because like a Trump rally is like the new Rocky Horror Picture Show. And what I mean by that is like everybody there knows every word to the show before it starts. Like you'll be in the crowd and guys will be like, yeah, we can't go to the bathroom right now. They're about to do build the wall. I'll tell you what, we'll go there and drain the swamp and we'll come back at the end for locker up. And that's, that's what they do. And it's insane. They're having a great time. They're having the best time. And that's what we're trying to pitch you here today. And when we come back, our very first guest, our inaugural guest on the program, no one's having a better time in cable news than Kennedy. And she will stop by to discuss life as the host of the best written show in cable news. I think we can all agree on that. Everybody calm down. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Uh, welcome back to the inaugural episode of Everybody Calm Down. Uh, and this show basically functions as a celebration of our unique American privilege, which is why our first guest, our first guest had to be this person who loves her hot freedom. Love uh, hot freedom. Not only uh, the most talented person in cable news, not only the best cocktail maker in the world, <laughs> but pound for pound, the best tour guide in Hollywood. Please welcome the great Kennedy. Good to see you, champ. How are I was, you? I was thinking about your tours uh-huh. because I was uh, I was in Los Angeles yesterday and I was riding my bicycle uh, <laughs> trying to remember where Ben Affleck's house was because he's <laughs> on my bike route. Okay. Um, and so every time I ride past his house, I yell, go Yankees. <laughs> That's so funny. He's and, a Red Sox guy. <laughs> yes, exactly. And he's obnoxious about it. He's, you know, he drives around like a Bentley with a little Red Sox sticker. Yeah, yeah. That's so funny. So, you know, I know everyone's got cameras in that neighborhood and probably security guards that they pay below minimum wage dressed as shrubs <laughs> ready to come on taffy to the ground. So you can't. You can't make tinkle on anything. You yeah, can't yeah. vandalize. You can't physically do anything to someone's property. Yes. But let's go Yankees. I think it's fair game. Winner, and it never gets old, no. especially no. in Los Angeles. Yeah. They're spooked because the Yankees are coming. We'll get, we're going to get into that in a little <laughs> That's bit. Right. But I, I, everyone should know this, um, that Kennedy really does, along with myself, I want some credit for this. We do give the best tour. But I needed the Jimmy Fallon tour because it, yeah. Jimmy will condense an entire city that could run uh, 300 square miles into about a quarter of a mile. <laughs> and you're no worse for the wear. No, it's, it's, Literally, it's we will drive around Brentwood and magically they've transported Disneyland, uh, the Chinese theater and the Playboy Mansion <laughs> all within a three block radius. And the way Jimmy sells it when he's driving you around in his car, you would believe it. You think you left, you think you left doing something. And that's the point. We run the most efficient tour uh, in Hollywood, pound for pound is what, is what I say. So I wanted to have you on today because 
What I'm really selling, and I know today is kind of uh, there's some timing here. There's some similarities because it's the relaunch of FBN, Fox Business, um, is today. And we had advertising on the NFL yesterday, wow. which was amazing. We saw the Giants win two games in a row, which I don't believe has happened um, since the first uh, Do you think Obama Eli Manning just feels like garbage? Oh, it's killing him right now. It has to. Because the new guy came yeah, in. Yeah, it's one thing, like, and I don't know, and, and maybe it's just luck where— uh-huh. Everything comes together all at once. It's yeah, yeah. like, you know, you go to a new high school post-puberty, like the day you get pretty. <laughs> and like, you know, all of a sudden you're in a better social situation. Yeah. Like maybe uh, the secondary and the offensive line, like maybe everything just gelled. Yeah. And that kid could be. Well, that's what happened. You're a helpless. A C-minus quarterback, but now he looks. He found a gear. Like that's Joe Montana. He became Teen Wolf is what he did. Like nobody was that into him. Nobody thought the team was going anywhere. This is that this happened in Teen Wolf. And then in week three, Michael J. Fox, you know, sprouted some hair and away they went. Mm-hmm. And Daniel Jones might be the Teen Wolf of the NFL. Um, so the point is, uh, in launching this show today, I'm really just trying to sell what we do really well in our show, which is we're kind of an inclusive show in that we are the most, I would say, welcoming show anywhere when it comes to divergent points of view. And I think I'm trying to say to people like who consume politics every day that we don't really care what your orientation is. We just want you to be cool about it. Do you think we need more of that? I don't mean the infomercial at the beginning of this. because Yes, it's so nice. we absolutely. Do. I mean, people need more of that in their lives because things are so divided. And when people watch the show, I want them to realize that what you see on air is really only a small part of the vibe and the alchemy. Oh, our because, show? Yeah, because yeah. we work really hard to book guests that we want to hang out with. And if we're going to be completely honest, and I think we should on your yeah. podcast, uh-huh. all the show is is killing 60 minutes until we can go to the bar. The bar. <laughs> That's all this That's is. That's all it is. <laughs> it's a pregame. Yeah. It's, so, it's, and and I'm you know sometimes when I look at liberals, I'm thinking like, don't screw it up yeah. because if we have to all ignore you yeah. afterward, it's going to be very awkward. Like, don't say something so dumb <laughs> I love this and speech. so uncool. And then the other thing is don't ever walk into that studio with talking points. Oh, I know. That's my favorite. When you give the speech, yeah. you're like, dude, it's going to be fine. We're going gonna to have a great time. We're all going to hang out. If I hear a talking point, though, <laughs> yeah, it's like a trap door opens, yeah. things come in. It's like it's like if you auditioned for Death Row Records and you didn't get the gig, they beat you up. Like, you don't want to know what goes on off the air. But Suge no, Knight is in the D block. He's and, waiting and to go. It's not just liberals. Like, mm-hmm. conservatives. Of um, course. Jason Meister the other day said something. And I said, oh, that was great. Did someone write that talking point for you? <laughs> Which or, is the worst. Yeah. Or are you going to issue it in the morning? <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it does hurt uh, to be called out by you. Because you act, you have inc- integrity, as much as it pains me to say that. Oh, I don't know. And it listen, it's not easy for me. We have a strict no compliment policy. <laughs> no compliments. No compliments. We're yeah, both- whenever, whenever Jimmy gives a compliment... It's followed by a barrage of about six insults. But it just has to be. Yeah. I've got to, you know, I've got to maintain this thing we have going on <laughs> yeah. where we're all our own Joe Jackson. We all yell at the kids to get them better, and we make it work, you know? Michael didn't get that way because of helicopter parenting. <laughs> oh, there was a, he got that way because of battle axe listen, parenting. There were some, <laughs> some bad landings, is all I'm going to say, mm. and we're going to move on. Although his house is a stop on Failure Tours. Oddly enough, it is right next to Grauman's Chinese Theater <laughs> yeah. and across the street from Dodger Stadium, which are all on the same block. Basically what we do, folks. And I, I can't believe, like, OJ's house was there as well. I, I, You know, no one knew that at the time him and Nicole lived together. They thought he went to her house and then drove back to his. But on Fail of Tours, it's all condensed so you can get it's in the car and get out, get out of your day. Uh, but Apparently I, Hugh Hefner lived there as well. <laughs> <laughs> but we're sitting here right now uh, in this this world today where, you know, everybody's divided over whistleblowers and stuff like that. There's a lot of chatter this morning uh, that the people's pantsuit, a uh, familiar face on our program, Hillary Clinton, did uh, Sunday morning yesterday. She's mm-hmm. doing The View and Colbert today. What would you give to get her back in the race? Would you give anything in the world? Anything. anything. I'd, <laughs> I'd, even if she didn't need it. Even, even yeah. if she were... 
had the healthiest uh-huh. urine filtration system on earth, I would still give her a kidney. <laughs> you know how Ed Henry, best guy in the world, gave his sister like half a liver? Yeah. I- I'm, I'm, I'm doling out livers to get Hillary back in the race. Give her the whole thing. Yeah, I know. That's so funny. Is there some sort of liver dialysis? Yeah, I don't know what's Do going need on it? There. I mean, can't you just shove coffee filters in there and call it a day? <laughs> I don't know what's they going on. They leave stuff in bodies all the time. It's a weird one. They really do. You find out those. You to the coffee filters. You change them out every six months. That's why you, that's why you listen to the Kennedy program. You find things like this. That's why you watch the show. But uh, I was hearing that. Uh, I was hearing that she might run. I, w- I would certainly give anything for her to run. I don't think she needs our help in terms of motivation because I do think she's the person that'll run forever. You know how they say like the presidency is a, is a disease only curable by death? Mm-hmm. She's kind of like the hitchhiker in Creepshow. Yeah, or once a cop, always a cop. Yeah, yeah, one of those. Yeah, like, and there's some cops who always want to arrest people. Yeah, yeah, that's just their no, thing. No, even though they no longer have a badge or a gun least, or handcuffs, uh-huh. but they still, you know. Well, listen, leave your brother out of this. He's a great guy. <laughs> Brian's a, a delightful lad. It's his birthday. Is it happy it's birthday? Brian Are you birthday. telling me the show launched on Brian Mont's Absolutely birthday? Right. We can't be stopped. No. There's no way. That's no. a sign. The plan for world domination. Not today. Not this week. Is, is off and running. Uh, not now. Not ever. Uh, so here's my theory. Mm-hmm. Hillary not only she has to run. It's mm-hmm. it's like summit fever. Yeah, yeah. It is. If you talk to people, the people who die on Everest aren't people who were there for the first time. Uh-huh. There are the people who almost got to the summit last time. Oh, man. And they're like, I'll be goddamned if I'm not getting <laughs> to the top of this sucker. And they're the ones like, I don't care if I have to hire a family of 15 Sherpas to carry my carcass up and down. As long as I make it to the summit. And that's Hillary Clinton. And, you know, it's like the impeachment chatter, blah, blah, blah. That's mm-hmm. one thing. Sure, Donald Trump is, it's an illegitimate uh-huh. presidency and all her dumb talking points. Mm-hmm. It's Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. She can't stand that the uh-huh. media has a strong, confident Democrat woman that they like. Oh, I know. It's and, and she's a more likable candidate. She is. And you know, this is a person who's going to put together one of those interesting coalitions. And this will be like the the third Democrat in, well, no, the second in a row because they had to skip it wasn't even a row. They had to skip Hillary. But the Obama coalition and the Warren coalition will look very different. Mm-hmm. But Hillary was incapable of doing it in either oh, case. And it's killing her. Killing her. Because she does. But it's not Donald Trump. No. I mean, she hates him. And, it's about and her. she's obsessed. But it's about I, her. I had a dog who slept in front of a closet for two weeks mm-hmm. because there was a didgeridoo in there. <laughs> and so when the didgeridoo came out and we played it, she would do backflips. And this was a fat, gassy English bulldog who shouldn't have been doing backflips. But she did, and the the sound did something to her, and that's like Hillary Clinton, like her obsessiveness Can't about the presidency and her obsessiveness with listing new excuses. And she hears the squeaky toy, yeah. and she's right back after yep. it. No, it makes perfect sense, and that you're right to say that it is her Everest because she just wants the one selfie in the Oval Office. If she could just get that one selfie, like they're doing on Everest, you know how it's like packed now. Because mm-hmm. in the Instagram era, people, you know, everyone's just getting up there. To, have you seen those photos, though, where there's, like, literally, like, 10,000 people online to get to the top of it's Everest? It's so dangerous it's, and stupid. It's dangerous. It's just the but stupidest it's for, thing in the world. Instagram is the worst thing to ever happen to Mount Everest. It just is. It's or the maybe, the to, yeah. maybe the best. Maybe the best. Well, listen, whenever I hear one of those, like, tragic stories yeah. where someone was waiting and they fell, I'm like, that's eh, kind yeah, of addition by subtraction. dies by yeah. falling off beautiful cliff taking yeah. a selfie that's like, mm. Yeah, I know we're supposed to feel yeah. bad, but yeah. I'm clicking like on the story. Story, yeah, the I'm not lady feeling that who, bad. who did weird yoga poses on, on the died? balcony. Yes. No, she didn't die. Oh, I'm thinking of the she, one who fell off the rocks. She was seriously okay. injured. She she was doing yoga uh-huh. on the balcony of her high rise. <laughs> 
uh, on the on the balcony rail. Uh-huh. And she's like, look at this. Look at my balance oh, and no. strength. Oh, no. And then, you know, got little sweaty hands and fell off. And slipped and, and fell. Yeah. Oh, I've got And I landed hope... in intensive care. Oh, get well Lacerated soon. Lacerated this and that. Uh, get well soon, Dagan McDowell. That's uh, it's never, <laughs> never like to hear that that happened to you. No, she's the best. Um, And so I could see it. I could agree with you on that. But if we were handicapping this, because we're sports people. Yeah. So it's, it's a lot of what our bond is over. Um, Sports and the constant personal interventions people are staging for us. But if... <laughs> If you were a sports... Yeah, when more than three people walk into my office, I'm like, <laughs> I just start bad. grabbing my things. Like, all right, which, which well, facility are you we going to? Like, know, oh, no, we just have to talk about guests and the Yeah, booking and stuff. The scariest thing that can happen in cable news is when someone comes to your desk that you've never seen before. Oh. That's the scariest thing in the world. The last, It happened to me on Friday. Someone came by the desk. It was a well-dressed gentleman who was like in his mid-50s. I immediately, I immediately put my arm around Teddy's neck and pulled out a gun and took him hostage so I could get out of the building. <laughs> I didn't even know. It was terrifying. But we're sports people. We're Where handicappers. Uh, he'll be back. Oh, yeah. by the way, and we should, shout, we should shout that out, though. Kennedy is uh, hiring a new assistant. Yes. And, and I was sorry to hear about the last three suicides. I think it was very unfortunate. <laughs> very strange. <laughs> they were great people. Yeah. Uh, all, all purely coincidental. But if we were handicapping this right now, would you make Elizabeth? Warren, your prohibitive favorite to win this nomination, would you? Yes, okay. absolutely. And I think that uh, she has such an edge on Hillary because no matter what has happened, uh-huh. uh, Elizabeth Warren's greatest asset is uh-huh. that she's looking forward. She's yeah. always, she's a real busybody. You would never want Elizabeth Warren, A, as a neighbor oh, or God. B, <laughs> on your homeowners association. No, she'd never because shut she, up. She'd always be talking. Always, yeah. always calling a meeting. Yep. Always, yeah, there's always something. And she has, like, she's like Mick Jagger. Like, she has, like, a jazzercise thing going where she's just hopping around. Mm-hmm. There's not a ton of, not a ton of uh, rhythm to it. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of arms in the air. How could, uh, <laughs> it's really funny because it is, it's a mess. How could, um, Elizabeth Warren benefit from a vice presidential standpoint. Do we need a second woman? Do we need a man? Is this a is this a Castro? Is this a Tulsi Gabbard? Our pal, who makes it? Who's the VP? Oh, if interesting. You had to um, she's probably ah, that's tough because I, I mean, for her, I think Mayor Pete makes the most sense. Okay, because uh, he's also hyper rational. He is, and he's smart and likes taking things apart. Yet he's also servile. Yeah, and you really have to be in that position, mm-hmm. like. You know, the first female president wants to be the alpha. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and she doesn't. You know, she needs a beta, but she not does. Tim Kaine beta. No, that no. was the worst pick oh, ever. Oh, that was the worst was thing I've ever seen. He just Tim came Kane. off bad. And then when he spoke Spanish, ugh. The best part, you know, where Pence really gutted him too in the debate. Because he had he, one of those. By the way, he made Beto look like George Lopez. Yeah, <laughs> Beto might be the worst one. Awful. Yesterday, the lights went out at a Mayor Pete rally. Did you see that? No. You know, the, the lights went out like literally in Nevada while he was giving a speech. And I think Beto's campaign was like, "You guys had lights?" Like they were probably like, oh, "Come on, man!" Because <laughs> they're in like the, in the movie Casino. They're in the House of the Rising Sun portion of the Beto campaign, yeah. where people are now getting you know whacked and, they, and they're getting run yeah, off. Yeah, the cops are coming, and it's not looking good. But where Pence rifling got, through jewelry drawers, <laughs> going through boxes and stuff, going through old Instagram videos to see, see what else Beto did. Uh, but there was, a, there was a moment in the VP debate where Mike Pence and Kane were going at it. And 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 Kane had like a just a total garbage. You know how Democrats are bad at scripting what they think are funny lines? Oh, it's the it's worst. It's like, we don't need an apprentice in the White House. He's like, you know, and um, uh, oh, he goes, we don't need a president who says you're fired. We need a president who says you're hired. And said it like he had a big zing coming from the crowd. No one reacted. And Pence goes, you and your running mate like a lot of them pre-did lines. And I was like, yo, Mike Pence, <laughs> I've never had feelings about you one way or the other, but in that moment, I was like, I, I could get with this guy. I'm now pro-Chick-fil-A. Yeah. I'm on board with all he of it, just, Pence. He just crashed his testes like a <laughs> walnut. Uh, I, but I will say this, too. I am quietly rooting 
uh, for our pal Tulsi Gabbard, who was on the show, who I thought I was a little bummed out over the weekend when she came to Democratic Jesus and decided she was for impeachment now. Yes. Because I think I just think it's a fool's errand. You can't stand out from the crowd, number one. And it's probably not going anywhere. I don't I don't see a world where Mitch McConnell is like, yeah, you can have him. No, Mitch is going to bury it. It's like, well, no, first we have to take up this uh, infrastructure legislation and we have to talk about federal <laughs> licensing for long-haul trucks. That's uh, that's much more important on the docket. The funding for the Arbor Day Society has been depleted. And, it's a federal uh, holiday, folks. Oh, him and this is the one thing people who um, – People who are emotionless, who consume politics, are unable to concede how good some of their opponents are. He's really good at what he does. Like, Nancy Pelosi's really good at what she does. It's interesting because this iteration of Nancy Pelosi, uh, she's much more of a boss. Yeah. Like, she's sharper. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's because she has more to navigate. Like, before, she could just, like, hold up the wooden spoon. Yeah, yeah. Like, she was going to paddle everyone Uh in her caucus. Uh And now that, you know, people are flying her the bird, she has to be much smarter about the decisions she makes. Well, she's now working like an HR gig where she's managing a lot more personalities. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure, can you imagine how much she must probably hate, like, the young gals in Congress? Yeah, and they always want to come to her office and be like, (laughs) I was told that you'd have office hours because I have to talk about my feelings. Oh, it's killing her. Because I had a big feel this week. It's it's killing her. Uh, Obviously, uh, you're you're impersonating, uh, I believe, I would believe that was uh, Susan Collins. Clearly, <laughs> couldn't have been AOC or anybody like that. It w- no, wouldn't be anybody like that. That's like an amalgamation. Like that. That's like Ayanna Presley, Ilhan Omar. Again, first of all, it wasn't my brother. <laughs> Which, by the way, if you even have to explain whether or not you married your brother, yeah, and if you don't do a very good job of it, yeah. if, you, if you if you leave a, a gray area there, <laughs> you need to take a good look inward. Is what I'm trying to say. Two quick things, and I let you go. I know you got a heart out. Uh, our title sponsors at Michter's Whiskey, the Michter's Distillery, greatest people in the world, but they happen to be like the biggest Yankee fans in the world. Oh, isn't that fantastic? They're just the greatest. They're what just a dream people, team. Michter's people. Uh, do you feel, do you feel the magic right now as we go into the playoffs on Friday as a Yankee fan? Do you think we got a shot at this thing? I was not feeling the magic on Saturday night. I know you, you were having a surprise party for your mom, Marianne Phelan. <laughs> oh, Marianne. Uh, and I wanted to text you and just say, just don't watch the game. Yeah, it was a mess. It was such a mess. <laughs> I was up. I was making the call to the mound. Well, yeah. That's how that's <laughs> At how that point, was, yeah, you're exactly. breaking in, calling in an emergency <laughs> or something like that. You know, you got to call in like a bomb threat just so they'll take you seriously and put you on the phone. Whatever it takes. I was having the young Deucey. I was having Peter Deucey <laughs> warm up here because I thought he could have done a, a better job. Yo, Deuce, get that left arm going. <laughs> exactly. And we, and we could have used it. Ah, uh, But you know what? Going into this. I gonna- do. I, I absolutely feel the magic. Uh-huh. And I think other people do. And uh, it's nice to see other teams falter. How about that? Mm-hmm. And that the Red Sox went down, which was nice for us, which comes full circle to your Ben Affleck heckling, mm-hmm. which, you know, that, screw Ben Affleck. He ruined Batman, so a lot of people are upset about I, that. He was mean to me in, like, 1998. Stop I don't feel it. bad at all. In 1998? Yes. Well, i got to be honest. Like, 1998, I was watching you on TV, and I was like, this chick is a pain in the ass. Yeah. And then I came to work for you, and I was like, this chick is a pain in the ass. <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, what are we doing here? Uh, but the K-Train, we'll always have this. This is a really big deal. I appreciate you coming in and doing this. Great show. Watch the Kennedy program Monday through Thursday, 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on Fox Business. It is the channel-wide relaunch tonight. Absolutely new graphics. Right. We have new elevators, by the way. I know. I saw that. Yeah, somebody Every should... single one is, like, getting on vacation. One is, like, yeah. uh, a first cabin of a nice plane. <laughs> you figure out where you stand. Because there was. There's, like, that nice invested in you banner in mm-hmm. there. I saw, you know, I saw a few nice ones. Uh, because the point is, 
we're not we're not effing around on yeah. this program or anywhere. We 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 like to affectionately uh, refer to ourselves as the team nobody wants to play. Generally in beer pong, but the point is we're the team nobody wants to play. And you can check us out tonight at nine o'clock. The crowd goes wild. There goes Kennedy back on the pedestal bed. They've carried her back to the studio. What a treat this was. We'll come back with some headlines and call it a day on the maiden voyage of everybody. Calm down. Boom. As career highlights go, that was definitely one of them. Uh, shout out to the K-Train. A fantastic job by her, as always. Watch the Kennedy program. Monday through Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tonight is the Fox Business Channel-wide relaunch. I'm honored to be a part of that. I'm pumped up. With a team nobody wants to play. We tell anybody that'll listen. Nobody wants to mess with the K-Train, nor should they. Uh, you don't want this. Uh, is the nicest way I can say it. Uh, a couple of quick headlines before we wrap this inaugural episode up. And I don't know why I'm doing this. None of you are still listening. Once Kennedy got off the air, you're like, and we're good. Uh, but I'm here. And, and, and if you're here, I appreciate it. Uh, just a couple of things I read around the web, which I thought was pretty funny. Um, I, th- I laughed. Nancy Pelosi told reporters she was heartbroken to move forward with the impeachment inquiry into the president. She said with a straight face. She's like, yeah, I'm heartbroken, prayerful. So upset that I had to move forward with this impeachment inquiry into the president. You know what's bad when, like, Jesse Smollett is walking, is watching at home and he thinks you're full of it? It's like, come on, babe. Your assistant just did a spit take when you said you were upset. Uh, I read a study. Uh, as a study today says by the Wall Street Journal found that a growing number of Americans are getting stoned before they go to the gym. I don't, I don't even know what that entails, but I would imagine maybe these are the people that are sitting outside the gym in the parking lot waiting for the closest space possible. I never understood those people at the gym. Like, I'm not obviously not a fitness expert. Like, I look like I get paid in ho-hos. But there are people, if you go to the gym, just sitting around with their blinker on waiting for a spot, like minimizing exercise. Like, you're defeating the point of, of going to the gym, you know? It's like you showed up to an intervention with a 12-pack, which... Uh, I've seen done. It's I grew up in Long Island. You know, don't doubt that I've seen it done. Uh, it's an interesting one. Uh, former New York Governor Elliot Spitzer got engaged to his long-term girlfriend, Roxana Gerond. Elliot Spitzer. He was a controversial New York governor. He was pushing uh, some controversial legislation. I believe he was in favor of medicinal prostitution. Elliot Spitzer. Never quite caught on. I got, <laughs> if, if only Anthony Weiner was uh, in the Senate a little longer. Maybe they could have got that going. They could have worked it out. Uh, I read another good story. Oh, I wanted to leave you with one of these. Comic-Con. Comic-Con returns to New York City this week. This Thursday, October the 4th, which means for seven whole days, New York will be known as the city that never sleeps with anyone. (laughs) Oh, come on. I like that joke. F you, Sean. And uh, there's a story in the NFL that they're really trying to run with right now that I don't even think is true. Uh, They're saying the NFL is is supposedly facing... A rash of empty seats. They say attendance is down as we head into week five across the board. But I don't actually buy it because the only, and I mean this, the only photos they keep showing in these articles, the people who hate the NFL keep running these articles, the only photos they're showing are of Dolphins games. And they're like, yeah, attendance is down like 18%. You know, look at these pictures of the Dolphins game. I watch the Dolphins game. Here's the actual truth. There's someone who, who covers the NFL. A lot of you don't know that, but there's a big announcement coming up this week with me and the NFL and something I'm going to be working on that I'm very excited to be working on and thankful for. Um, but I watch the Dolphins games, and the, the, these games are sold out. 
They're sold out. The, the, pro- <laughs> the reason the stands look empty is by the end of the first quarter, they're all standing on the ledge of the building getting ready to jump. I mean, I'm not even kidding. If the Dolphins season had a soundtrack, it's, you know, <laughs> it's just it's just people jumping off the ledge. You know, so the seats might be empty, but the sidewalks outside the stadium are mobbed, and it is a mess. But not as much of a mess as uh, the Dolphins secondary. The point is, folks, everybody calm down. You live in the greatest country in the world in the greatest time to be there. Yeah, we're running hot right now. Yeah, we don't have a lot of empathy. We really don't. I blame. I do blame digital everything for that. The, the internet's ruining us because you see you see things you're not even supposed to see anymore. It's like, it's disgusting. There's too much access to depravity online. You know, I'm I'm a 41 year old man. You know, when I was uh, 20, the only way to see someone uh, something horrible, someone kill a hooker, the only way to see it was to go out and do it. Now you type in the Google, you're like, yeah, yeah, guy, yeah, killing a hooker. Google's like, did you mean a Brunette hooker? <laughs> Did you mean a, a blonde? <laughs> you are so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. The point is, from the bottom of my cholesterol-filled heart, I thank you for joining us on the debut, uh, on the first and last episode of Everybody Calm Down. We shout out the great Kennedy. We urge all of you to watch her program tonight. 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on Fox Business Until then, be a Michter's guy. You don't have to be a Republican. You don't have to be a Democrat. Just don't be an a-hole. We need more cool people. The movement starts today. Go home to mommy. Go home. Bye. Go home to mommy. Go home to mommy.